0: back to another episode of no funkin strictly monken i am one of your co-hosts jay christie joined as always by my good friend my compatriot in monk watching uh andre barrera andre how are you Bad dog i'm good oh right sorry yes i forgot we forgot to mention andre has a pipe in his head it happened between this episode and the last episode um but we're gonna try to make do uh andre just if you need to take any calls do so but just make sure you mute your mic um, but anyway, I forgot to mention all what right. the show isn't about, I realized in my intro. Maybe I have a pipe in my head. You know, we're watching all the episodes of Monk. There's no Funkin' involved. You guys know how, you know there's no. Um, and today we're talking about Mr. Monk and the 12th Man, um, which is not an episode about, uh, fans of the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle
1: Super. <laughs> I just thought about that right yeah. now. That's yeah. hilarious. Uh,
0: it's about, uh, a serial killer. It's the first serial killer episode of Monk, and, uh... I, I could tell by your voice uh, last week that you were pretty hyped for a serial killer episode. Um, did this live up to that?
1: Um, well, yes and no. Um, I, basically, my thing is, I'm just curious, is it, it's still, I mean, technically being a serial killer is just, you know, dropping bodies, like, it, as many as you can, right? It has nothing to do with the MO or, it's
0: like... A, a- It is unclear. This is a gray area. I'm glad you brought this up.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I personally would say that it's not a serial killer because a serial killer, generally speaking, is not someone who, um, is not all for the same motive. It's a motive that is internally motivated rather than like externally. Like, so for example, you wouldn't call if someone hypothetically, you know, was like had their whole family murdered by like a group of gangsters and then like 20 years later that the person killed all those gangsters one by one systematically you wouldn't call that person a serial killer i don't think right because it's a one motivation it's not um you know what i'm saying
1: yeah okay yeah okay so for instance i know this is highly unlikely i i know you only need like I don't know why I know this, but, like, five or six bodies before it's, like, serial killers, uh, so t- it's like I, I, a I Three killer? is
0: really what I would call – three is the, what I would say. Okay. Yeah.
1: So what would happen if, like, you know – because, like, serial killers have that thing where you assume that there's, like, some sort of mental disability or mm-hmm. some sort of, sure. you know, something going on behind the scenes that to provoke mm-hmm. it. But what if, like, this guy, you know, was, just, like, a lonely guy and he saw, like – let's just say he was, like, a frequenter of prostitutes – and let's just say three or f- like three or four girls in a row like assaulted him. Would it be a serial killer if he like killed them all after that?
0: That's uh, hard to say. Of course, the my, my 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 antenna immediately goes up because even though this is a hypothetical situation and you what you're setting the parameters, I'm like he's probably lying about those assaults. He's probably just likes to kill them. Also, because it, it, it does also just so happen that Eileen Mornos, the serial killer that Charlie Sterling played in Monster, claimed that exact right. same thing. So. Uh, I mean, the answer to the question is probably no. Now, the important thing about this is that a serial killer is not a legal definition, so a- it actually doesn't matter. Like, it, it, this is not one of those questions where it actually right. matters uh-huh. what the definition is. Um, of it, course, the dif- there's also the difference between a spree killer, or a spree killer or someone who does it all at the same time. Um, you can be both, uh, technically. Um, it'd be hard, because it's kind of hard to get away from a spree killing scene and then kill some other people. Um, but, uh, you know. Anyway, this I would say that this is neither... Um, I think that I, I, I think it's actually interesting, I, an interesting idea, for as an episode that it starts off. You think that it's a serial killer, but it turns out that there's like actually a concrete motive. Um, there's a big gaping problem I have with this episode that we'll get to, but we'll get to it. Um, but overall, did you like this episode?
1: Yeah, I did. I liked it. Um, I gave it a pretty good score. Uh, but also, it's a really. I've noticed that they're not. I, I mean, I'm, probably, I'm sure I probably noticed it previously, but they're definitely not in Canada anymore. This is, like, L.A. Because this is, like, an L.A. episode. Yeah. yeah. The, f- the first scene and like, where most of this happens, or, like, mm-hmm. where the first crime that we see, it's mm-hmm. at Dodger Stadium. Like, yeah. I recognize that clear as day. Really,
0: it's the Dodger Stadium, so, like, the whole thing?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you get into the stadium. So. That's cool. Um, so I like that a lot. It was a nice touch. I know it's not supposed to be, but still. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it, it, it did not jump out up. to
0: me. I've never been to Dodger, Dodger Stadium. The closest I've ever been to Dodger Stadium is the first Fast and Furious movie. Um, but I mean, that's I've all seen Dodger. That. Oh, what you've never seen the first Fast? I mean, jeez. Nah. you're from LA. You love Dodger Stadium, and you know you're racially I've never ambiguous. Even heard that,
1: this, that this happened. What? I never I never even heard that this happened. I mean,
0: it's not that, like, it's a big plot point. It's just that almost all of it was, like, so many of the scenes are filmed around Outer Stadium. And just that whole neighborhood is where most of it's filmed. But there's, like, a big scene where Paul Walker's character is trained, like, practicing driving in the parking lot at Outer Stadium.
1: Okay. So, funny enough, I've only seen... <laughs> the only Fast movies I've ever seen mm-hmm. is Fast 2... Or 2 Fast 2 Furious. The worst one, in my and opinion. And... F- Actually, yeah, second race. I think Tokyo
0: Drift is bad. I'm not... A lot of people like Tokyo Drift. I don't like... Fast
1: Eight's horrible. I would Fast go... No, Fast Eight's
0: good. Don't... It's fine. Like, it's not great, but it's fine. Dude,
1: they fucking take down a nuclear submarine. Yeah. Like, what is this? If,
0: if the movies are judged by how implausible they are, then none of them are good. But in case anyone's wondering, guys, the official ranking is 5, 7, uh, 6, 1, 4, 8, 3, 2. But anyway. Um, and then i probably put Hobbs and Shaw just above 4. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Mr. Monkey the Twelfth Yeah. Um, Okay. So it starts off... Did you like the episode? I did like the episode. It starts off with what I would say is one of the most grisly murders the show has. And it's a really good murder.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That guy... Okay, so... What you find out later is apparently this man, Frank Pulaski, just started his shift at uh, Mm -hmm. Dodger Stadium. Or it's actually supposed to be like a toll booth. Yeah, it's a toll booth. That leads into, like, the bridges?
0: Yeah, I think so. Right? Is
1: that what it is? I think so. It's not clear, but
0: it's a toll booth. There's toll booths all over. I, I didn't need more of an explanation.
1: Right. And so, you know, it's like these two guys, these two toll guards are talking to each other. And one dude is, like, the guy who just started his work, Frank Pulaski, he's already got, like, three cars lined up. And so eventually... This car shows up, asks him, are you Frank Pulaski? And he says, yes, which is a really weird question. Um, mm-hmm. And once he confirms that it's him, he just gets some cuffs slapped on him. Mm-hmm. And he gets dragged straight, like, to yeah. his death.
0: There's a rope. The thing that's tr- disturbing about it is that it's not immediate. It's that he has, like, 15 seconds to contemplate what's about to happen to him.
1: Seven-tenths of a mile, exactly. Yeah, he was it's dragged
0: really seven-tenths of a mile uh, Really, a hor- just a truly like horrible way to die, and I think that that makes it a great cold open. Cause you're like, holy yeah, shit! Yeah,
1: and it was super short. It was mm. super short. Yeah. Like usually the cold opens go a little longer, but this one was just bam mm. right there. Yeah, just d- 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 Frank Pulaski, rest in
0: peace. Um, well, sorry, rest in pieces. Um, but uh, Ooh. no, sorry, that's a that's a reference to a, a future episode of Monk. All the Monk rewatchers are you're with me. Uh, but um, then we cut to after theme song. We're in the cleaners, um, and Monk is—he's uh, very impatient, and he keeps ringing the bell. And I don't know about you, but like I feel like if you—you you should only ring the bell if you've been waiting there for like a minute. I think like I th- you should never ring the bell.
1: I just think uh, I think you should only ring the bell if you're like at a hotel. Yeah. Or, like, some sort of concierge. Like, I don't really ring a bell. Most people don't have it out. But, okay, how do we feel about... I mean, is it still a problem? Do people still, like, stereotype Asian people as owning laundry places? I mean, hmm.
0: Yes, people do stereotype them to do that. I think it's complicated by the fact that I imagine in San Francisco there probably are actually a lot of Asian people who own laundry places. Um, I mean, yes. Because I, because yes. I mean, a laundry business is a type in, in in really any neighborhood. Whatever the new immigrant population is, a lot of them will own laundry it because it's a, an easy business for immigrants to start. Um, that's just a sociological. It's the same thing with like why there's stereotypes about like convenience stores. It's just because they're easy for immigrants to start up. They don't require a lot. Some other things that other businesses do. Um, the thing that worries me mm-hmm. is that I looked up the actress who plays Mrs. Lang, and uh, you know, I already suspected this, but you know, just. Always nice when you see a character with that broad of an Asian accent. Uh, Just a good old born Highland Park, Illinois. Just really, really just makes you... Uh,
1: I knew it. I fucking knew it. And now, like, I don't want to
0: say that she, like, she has her own agency. I don't know if what the situation was. She could have been more than happy to do it. Because, like, I don't, you know, as someone who's not of color, I don't... People have their own choices. I think that, like, obviously I don't think people ever should be forced to do accents like that. But there are plenty of people who have played characters where people... Because people... I don't know if they talk like her, but people do absolutely have accents. So, like, it's not inherently wrong for an American-born person to put on a Chinese accent. However, when the joke is so clearly the accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had me a little bit like, oh, God. But, you know, yeah. again, it's a different time. Yes,
0: it definitely, and I remember when I was a kid, I definitely enjoyed, thought it was very funny. I'm not going to lie. It, 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 children love funny accents.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. But you did forget to mention a detail uh, when he's ringing the bell. The bell explicitly says, Ring bell for service, except for Monk. Yes. Um, and as this is going so clearly on. clearly, this guy has a yeah. bell thing. As this is going on, uh, Shrona
0: is reading the newspaper, and she's in the newspaper. Is it because, you know, she finally uh, snapped and killed Monk? No. It's because she's got a new date, a new fling. Kenny Shale. The deputy mayor of San Francisco.
1: So, is this the guy who replaced the the deputy mayor who was a murderer?
0: No, that was in a separate town right outside of San Francisco. We've been over this. I'm kidding.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no. But, okay, oddly enough, oddly enough, what we find out later is it has a lot to do with that county.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, this episode does involve Marin County quite a bit. Um, but, yeah. Uh,
1: but I, as soon as this happened, I was like, great. This is going to be super annoying to have to deal with the whole episode. I mm-hmm. knew it.
0: Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I, I just love also that Sharona. Like, no disrespect to Sharona, but like the fluctuation that like some of the guys she dates are like absolute like dirtbags, just like barely you know, barely scraped off the sidewalk, and then somehow it's like oh she's dating the deputy mayor. It's like <laughs> um, yeah, not once yeah. again. Not that Sharona's not you know a catch in some ways, I suppose, but it just is funny. Like in comparison, it's like oh you know, uh, like she, in, the, in Mr. Monk goes to the theater, she has to lie about seeing like a guy who's involved what is, like, a radiologist or whatever the hell he is. But, like, in real life, yeah, he's yeah. named the deputy mayor. It's like, wow, you know. Uh, but anyway, so she's very excited about that. Um, and then finally, Mrs. Ling comes and, uh, you know, talks to Monk and basically complains that he's ba- a bad customer. Um, that And then Monk gives his t- her his ticket, and it's a copy, a photocopy of it. Because um, apparently he keeps all the original copies. Yes, he keeps the originals of course, he does. Um, and then Monk gets his shirts back. And what's wrong? What's it looks like? The, 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 there's something off with the shirts, Andre.
1: Yeah. So apparently, I I don't pay attention to this. Well, I don't think anyone does. But the I guess one of his buttons had fallen off, and mm-hmm. she found one that was identical. But the way she stitched it was parallel yes she stitched
0: it parallel instead of crisscross like i kind of in my head can see what that means but i really couldn't explain it um if anyone no i think i get it yeah i think i get it where it's like but i i I guess one thing is wondering is like how do you how would you even do it parallel like i can imagine how you would do a stitch crisscross um any uh not stitchers any so seamstresses or seamsters sorry i know you know don't want to stereotype um, in the audience, please, uh, tweet at us, um, if you have any insight about how that would work, and if, if parallel stitching is actually as uncommon as the episode would make it
1: seem. Um, uh. Maybe it's just one of those things where we use, like, you know, gallons and all that shit, and everybody else uses, uh, liters. Hmm it's
0: funny. We also but we also use liters, which is weird. I wonder who decides what liquids are in liters and which ones are in gallons. Like, who is the person who is like milk? It's got to be gallons. But soda, it's got to be liters. Come on, don't be ridiculous.
1: Probably. Nah, I'm not gonna say it. Um, yeah, but also it's super funny that like he gets charged more than normal customers do. Yes, yeah, so
0: he gets it's six dollars a shirt for Mr. Monk. Um, which is I've
1: never gotten anything dry cleaned. Have you? You've like, never I've gotten only anything. Ever had people go. F- well, I mean, I've had it done, but like, I haven't gone oh, to go to the dry cleaners. Somehow, do it, like, my mom
0: will be like, somehow yeah. the the twenty four year old is the bigger adult in this conversation.
1: Yeah, I've had tons of stuff dry cleaned, and now, and no, and no, and no, I don't live with my mom. But like, she likes to take stuff. to the dry I understand. Things.
0: Believe me, I have. If I lived in the same like state, or if I lived within like three states of my mother, she would offer to take my dry cleaning for me. Like, it, I completely understand. I I assume that we have very similar mothers yeah, okay. in that like. Because I'm, you know, as I've said, mentioned before, I'm still living in Florida at home in Florida because of COVID and stuff like that, and the amount of times where I'm like, you know, I can do something myself, and she's like, "Oh my God, Jake, I'm doing, a, I'm doing a light wash. Do you want? Do you have anything?" It's like, Mom, I can do my own laundry. I'm a grown man. I've been doing laundry for years. She's like, "No, no, no. I just like to do it." So anyway, shafts to mom. To yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yes. But I have been, I have used the dry cleaning before. Now I don't want to act like a full on adult because I did. Famously, forget a pair of pants at a dry cleaning for like three months, and I was too scared to go back. So, you know, I'm not perfect. Um, but anyway, we get to the crime scene uh, at the toll booth, and um, Stahmardt basically mentions that this is the ninth strange murder. Oh no, this is the tenth strange murder, right? No, no, it's the ninth. No, no the ninth. this is
1: the ninth. This is the ninth.
0: And the ninth strange murder. Um, that in the last two weeks. And he's basically like, you know, he's freaking out because he's like, you know, obviously there's nothing that connects them. They're all different M.O.s, but it's super unusual. They're
1: all different M.O.s. They're all different races. They're all... Well, they're we don't learn all that no yet, but yes. Connect- no, we do. We
0: do. Oh, uh, we do at that moment?
1: Yeah, we do at that moment.
0: Yeah. So, um, we, uh, we go up to, um, the crime scene and basically as this is all happening, um... Uh, Sharona is getting buttered up by all the other police officers. Um, Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, like, so again, tough look for Disher. He's, Mm -hmm. like, being a fucking weirdo, like, kind of jealous of, like, Sharona. Mm -hmm. It seems like, well, you know, it seems like there's something there for him, at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have, like, a little friendly flirtation, but um, so, yeah, everybody thinks, like, she's hot shit now because she's seeing the deputy mayor, which, like, who the hell cares? Like, I don't even know who the deputy mayor of LA is. Sure, so is like but a, I imagine that, you know? de- like, I think with, like, pol- since the police... Yes, with those, like, employees, yeah. it probably goes a long way because they know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, having the deputy mayor in your corner, if you're, like, just, like, a uniform cop, is probably, like, a uh, godsend. So, like, someone gets her coffee and people yeah, are super enough. interested in her... Um, and uh, you know, they talked to the other attendant there, and that's what you mentioned—that he, the guy, was waiting for uh, Pulaski to get on a shift. Um, and so
1: he was a target. Yeah, it's no exactly. random, it's exactly. no random person.
0: And it's important that Monk finds a ten-dollar bill that should have been sent to the lab. Um, you know, uh, just I'm trying to just remember the stuff that we didn't already cover. But at the same time, Shrona's is being crowded by a bunch of officers talking to her. And then a scene I like a lot happens where uh, Stahmeier pulls her aside, and yeah. and yeah, and what, what what does he say?
1: He's basically like he starts warning her about what it's like to be in the in the quote unquote spotlight. Um, gives gives him uh, gives her his cell phone number in case she ever needs anything or like any mm-hmm. help dealing with crap. And because uh, he says also, you know, what's weird. That I, every, thought she, I thought that I thought she would have g- already had it.
0: Yeah, you would think that. Um but but he also makes a point of saying, like, you know, a lot of people are going to want a lot of things from you. Like, you know, they're going to be trying to take advantage of you. And then after he gives his phone his phone number, he, like, turns around and is like, Hey, maybe uh, me and uh, Karen, you and Kenny could go on a double date sometime.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like that. and uh, Yeah, because Trurna points out. That- oh, yeah, and yeah. then she. Yeah, Sharona points out that he's that he, like, just a couple weeks ago called him a, a weasel. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, this evi- this right?
0: episode does nothing to disprove that notion.
1: Well, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and then he gets, like, into this funny thing where he's like, no, a weasel is like a noble animal, like, I used to have a weasel. And then some cop passes by and he's like, hey, what's up, you weasel? <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, I now, actually thought that was pretty funny. It
0: is funny. Now, weasels are pretty noble, and I, I just want to say weasels... I'm. Not, this podcast is so how do they it, get that rap i don't i think it's because they can squeeze in and out of things i think it's like the whole um ah. it's we, weasley way in it now i just want to say this podcast is neither pro nor anti weasel we're agnostic towards weasels um which is more we can thing we can say we're, for not, we're
1: not sure if they exist
0: i mean that is true we you really never know um they're like there are some animals like I'm like, I'm 99% sure that narwhals are real, but if you turn around and told me, like, actually, no, Jake, like, they actually haven't been this whole time, I wouldn't, like, be crazy shocked. Um, but anyway, uh, we then go to Dr. Kroger, um, who, uh, you know, I, I love the little Dr. Kroger bits. I think that every episode that has one, it's it always is welcome. Um, and, uh, you know, Monk's talking about how is uh, dating Kenny. And I really like this moment where Monk is talking basically about how, like, if, you know, he gets elected mayor and Shrona and Kenny are still together, uh, what that can mean for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was nice. Um, well, the other you know, we thing noticed, is I like about there's, there's, it is
0: there's... I like that he's—Monk's trying to get there, and Doctor Who like finishes his sentence like, that like if he was mayor then you might be able to get reinstated and i like that because like it's actually dr kroger being helpful as opposed to everyone else in his life who's not helpful including (laughs) strona
1: that's true and also like um you know i thought it was going to be kind of a thing that happens like a lot just like when i was when we were watching the first Mm -hmm. like few episodes just like how you knew Sharona was always going to be in some bullshit or like mm-hmm. you know guys she dates like yeah, that happens all the time for whatever reason I thought the whole reinstatement thing was going to happen way more often and it actually feels like it's been a while since that yeah. even like was even broached like, yeah and that, I like in that in main way because
0: it definitely is not uh it, it, I think it's nice when it comes up occasionally like when it's appropriate like I think it's appropriate here yeah. um instead of being every episode like that every case hinges on whether or not he'll get reinstated it's like no like obviously that's not the case um, and then of course, right. this entire time he's been putting his hand in front of his shirt because apparently he wore the wrong shirt and he wore the shirt with the stitching and the button that's wrong. And, uh, Dr. Kroger didn't notice it.
1: I mean, well, who the fuck would? exactly?
0: I mean, th- uh, that's the, that's the joke.jpg, you know what I mean? Um, okay. So we then cut to a movie theater and, um... You just know that the woman that we see is, she's gonna die.
1: If there's a Hitchcock festival. Yes, I've never seen a Hitchcock movie.
0: Uh, I'll be frank, I have not either. It's a blind spot. Um, to be, I just you know a lot of, of old movies are slow, and I, I know that there's stuff to appreciate about them. Don't yell at me. Um, I apologize, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's something I really Another thing I really hate about writers um, is obviously i understand that they can't make it a new movie because one they wouldn't be able to get the rights and two they wouldn't know what movie would be out but it's like there's only like a very specific type of person goes to see like a film festival of like old movies but in every movie and tv show whenever anyone is in a movie theater it's for in like a classic movie festival just because like the writers want to show off like whatever their favorite movie is or like whatever they think it makes them look sophisticated it's like there's the amount of like yeah, women no in one's... like their late 20s or early 30s like this arlene character who are just going on like a tuesday afternoon to a hitchcock film festival is like one maybe she is the one but it is also just like come on like
1: really well, no but 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 that brings up a great point well first of all i wanted to make one joke obviously they're never gonna play like they're never gonna have a yui bowl like movie marathon <laughs> well in the theater secondly Andre, do, you re- I, do you really want this body is getting
0: beef now he's gonna challenge you to fight him in the octagon
1: ah oh, that's right he's he has great. done that uh anyway. but secondly mm-hmm. when you're talking about like that she might be the only one she literally is the only yeah. one because i was wondering like what the hell we saw people in front of the movie theater what the hell were they mm-hmm. watching how is it possible she's the only person that bought tickets to that yeah. fucking I, I, and, and like
0: i've been to pretty empty movie theaters um you know especially like a nice matinee i'm a big fan but like i've never been in a movie theater that was so sparse i wouldn't be able to tell that someone was getting uh, choked like it, i just it's never happened
1: I think the time that I... No, that's not true. I went to see... I went in, uh, in Arizona. I went to... When I lived there. I went to see Magic Mike. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I went to go see Prometheus like mm-hmm. a week after it came out at like 2 p.m. And I was one of two people in that theater. Okay, so you
0: probably they probably get away with murder. Um, anyway.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Also, I'm not 100% sure, but I... They don't actually ever show the screen, but just because writers like to be writers i'm like i would bet a lot of money that the hitchcock movie that they, they took the sound from was rope just because like you know oh so clever um but uh anyway um we then cut to so it's a crime scene now and monk showed up and stop my monk are talking to like this young kid who somehow has a beard but you know a young kid who is uh, like was working there um and uh once again sharona is on the phone is talking to, uh, talk to Kenny and completely not, uh, helping Monk.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, they but they're interviewing, uh, I don't know if you know this, but they're interviewing the fucking Shermanator mm-hmm. from American Pie. Oh, well, right. Shit. I completely didn't recognize him. Yeah, man. I said that. And, uh, yeah, no, that, I, I guess a lot of people don't remember my boy, uh, the Shermanator. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his real name is. And I, there's no need nice to.
0: to um. So, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, we learned that this guy basically, you know, was c- covering his mouth with, like, a handkerchief as if he was sick, which, like, now it's, like, dude, you can't... Even then, it was, like, don't go to a movie theater if you're sick. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, yeah. But, uh, and really, there's only really only one important clue here, as far as I can tell, um, which is that yeah. they f- Monk sees the $10 bill that the guy paid for the movie with, and because Monk occasionally is Rain Man... He notices that it is sequentially right after the dollar, the ten dollar bill that was used to pay the uh, the toll guy.
1: Right. Yes, that's what they noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I think about it, does that make sense? Well, I guess we'll get to yes. it later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you got um, if you got
0: new bills, yes, they would be in order. Um,
1: no, 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 no. Yeah, that obviously I worked at a fucking bank for years. I know. Oh, so, oh sorry, but sorry, sorry. My sorry. whole th- no, no, no. My whole thing is. Well, who's... I don't remember whose bill... Weren't those bills belong to the guy, Cassidy?
0: No, because
1: Cassidy's not the one killing the people. Okay, right. But they got it from a bank in Wells Fargo... They got it from a Wells Fargo bank in San Mateo, California. Okay, I just... I forgot how that... Why that was important. Yeah, it's... Oh, the
0: bank part's not important. The the bank part's important insofar as they conclude that it's not important. Um, Gotcha. Okay. Uh, So, you know... um, they end up so that's basically what makes Stahlmeier like okay this is a serial killer and so they're setting up a task force. Now I have a question which is I think you know I get how that connects the two murders, but how do th- how does they then conclude that the other eight murders are also by the same guy?
1: What, what? oh because of the the calendar, right? No, that but that's n- that's, like, that's not they how all... they
0: connect them. That they find that out later that they they just basically con-
1: Oh, so you really don't know.
0: What? Yeah. Do you know? No, I don't. I'm saying that, that there's no... That somehow they just, like... Oh, they end up being right, but somehow they, like... Because they determined that the last two are connected, it's like, okay, then that means the other eight weird murders this week, or last two weeks, are also
1: connected. Um, right, and they also convinced the office in D.C., apparently, that that was the case also. Yes. Because they didn't ask any questions. Yes, they, they send over a uh,
0: serial killer profile, and it is exact... Uh, serial killer profile as everything is um, I didn't write down any information, but I remember is that it's ma- white male, 30 or 45, probably doesn't work in an office uh, and uh, hates his mother which, like, Steinler jokes that that's, like, useless, but that is also, like, true
1: <laughs> yeah for it's, sure, it's, uh, he
0: got it It's. I mean, like, you, I sp- if you look at any famous serial killer I suppose you replace mother with father in uh, John Wayne Gacy's case but other than that, you're basically spot on um, with most serial killers, uh, so anyway, yeah. um, they set up the task force, and there's a joke I like a lot, where um, Randy, uh, what what, is, uh, uh, what alterations does Randy make to the wall of victims?
1: Oh yeah, he he like decides to put a space for the next victim, and Stott gets fucking pissed, and he's just like, dude, there will be no new, there will be no new victims. We're catching them right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. Dishers being a realist, but they can't handle. You just can't have that. And, of course, as this is
0: going on, Sharona is getting, like, a guy officer's coat. And then uh, Kenny ends up delivering her a big thing of flowers. Um, he's really showering her with gifts. Uh, she, it's, it's a good week for her thus far. Um, so, yeah. basically, this means that Monk is op- operating all on his own. And so, as you mentioned with the calendar, Monk notices that uh, three of the victims have the same calendar in the background of a photo that they have of them. Um, now, Disher and Stallmeyer say... How? How? Yeah. yeah. Disher and Stallmeyer say this is nothing because it, they send out like 25,000 a year and it's just a coincidence. Um, but Monk doesn't believe right. it's nothing.
1: Yeah, so they like look into it and uh, I, I guess it's Disher that looks into it. He looked into it already. Yeah. He like narrows it... Uh, well, it's one, one guy it who down, runs Basically... Right, it's from an insurance company mm-hmm. uh, owned by a man named Henry Smalls. Mm-hmm. Um, so Saddlemyer is like, okay, well that's great and all, but right now I have seven hundred leads, so I can't put it. At the and top and of my most list, importantly, so. Smalls has been
0: out of; te- he's been at
1: a conference in Baltimore oh, for right.
0: two weeks, so he can't be the killer. Um, but Monk is like, no, this guy has to be involved in some way. So he's like, we got to do a. He goes, he gets Sharona. It's like we're doing a stakeout, and Sharona's like, I can't do a stakeout. I have a date with Kenny um and there's a great i like the scene for monk because it's the rare sarcastic monk where uh sharon is like what was going on and he's like oh you know we're just trying to prevent a serial killer from killing his 11th victim
1: right yeah no it's it's good um also what the hell what kind of like over 50 year old man now how old is kenny do you think like in his 40s Kenny, he's probably 48 ish and you still go by Kenny,
0: like? I think that that's fine. I'm actually not a bit. Ba- I think that I, I don't like the whole, um, you have to change your name when you get older. Mostly because I was born with the name Jake, so like I, I need to it to still be okay to be an 80 year old Jake, um, because I don't have a choice in the matter. So, um, that's crazy that you're not Jacob. Nope, uh, just Jake Christie. Um, I have long considered making like my online persona at just Jake, but it sounds too much like just Jared, and I don't you know don't like the confusion um but yeah yeah um uh yeah. i mean yeah so they yeah. so they go on the stakeout also you know you definitely give me kenny rogers come on kenny rogers is still a kenny kenny g kenny g also still a kenny you could there are some like i fuck kenny rogers kenny g i'll give it to him okay but no like, cool kenny head. kenny rogers doesn't still pull off the kenny I think, his not he Yeah, dead? he's dead, sorry. He just recently died. Did, okay, did he not still pull off the Kenny until... He's not it?
1: pulling anything off these sure, days.
0: Sure, But I don't know, I feel like... I I, I think that there are some nicknames like that. That, like, you could be like, okay, you gotta start changing it. But, like, I don't think the Kenny's one. How about Jimmy? Jimmy? No, I think Jimmy you still can do. Um, I was thinking... No, Jimmy works, yeah. yeah. I think, like, maybe, How like... Benji? Benji, yeah. Benji you can't do. Benji you can't do. Um, Chaz, okay. I don't think you can do. Um,
1: Chaz is for Charles? Yeah. I prefer Chuck.
0: Oh, who doesn't? Um, I actually went to elementary, middle, and high school with a kid named Chaz Taylor, which was funny to me because it's like if he chose his other nickname, he'd be Chuck Taylor. But anyway, 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 anyway. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> so as you might imagine, the compromise is that Sharona and Kenny have their date in the backseat of the car on a stakeout, which is not honestly that bad of a date. Uh, you know, it's, if Monk's there, which sucks, but like, you know. With a uh, donuts yeah. and a bottle of wine, you know you, you can do worse.
1: Not just donuts; they have Krispy creams. They're nice.
0: Yeah, I know. Shots of Krispy Kreme. One of the downsides of the city of New York is that there are no Krispy Kreams in the city limits.
1: Um, it blows. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. But so and like monks in the driver's monks in the driver's seat, and he's just like fucking around because the odometer is like stuck on nine 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 or something. Mm-hmm. So he wants to get it to the even. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he keeps backing and reversing. But it was, like, still nice to see him behind the wheel of a car. It is it, is. it
0: is. It's nice to see him do, like, you know, regular adult things. Now, him doing this is probably... It doesn't... I don't know if mom could have prevented Henry Smalls from getting killed. But it definitely doesn't help that he's distracted. Because when Henry Smalls gets home, a guy is hiding with a ski mask behind his house. And he comes and attacks him. And he kills him. Um... Yeah, he gets stabbed to death Yeah, and Monk tries to fight the guy off And he can, he pushes Monk to the ground And runs away um, So Not great for, not a great look for Monk Who is ostensibly there to, you know st- Like, he wasn't there to preve- protect Henry Because he didn't know that he would going to be a victim But he was, at the very least, supposed to keep an eye on him And he got murdered him.
1: Yeah, but he still charged the guy yeah. And he, he put it in a, fu- a uh, You know, he put it in a little bit of a yeah. fight So I wasn't mad yeah. at that
0: so they get back they're back to the station and they're regrouping and um you know monk of course has two bandages on why uh symmetry baby exactly and so they're trying to figure out what's going on and they basically they're hitting their heads against the wall what is up with these victims what do they have in common and monk poses quite uh opposed uh, a thought that is interesting about how little they have in common you almost could say that they they intentionally have nothing in common, except what are the what's the one thing they do have in common? Well, actually, there's two things.
1: Uh oh well okay yeah two things. So they were all they all worked in the city of San Francisco, no, but they no lived in, they all lived in Marin County. They, okay, they all lived in Marin County. Yes, yes,
0: and they're all registered and to vote. Secondly, they're all registered to vote. Okay, and so which tells you that. Where do you get a group of people that diverse? You get it on a jury, boom! Great light bulb moment, right? I mean, what do you feel about this moment? Because I think it's a really I love in a show where they have a moment like that, and it is just exciting.
1: Well, you know, it's it's really it's interesting. Um, I I don't know if we discussed this off camera mm-hmm. or, or maybe even on an episode, but yeah, next Monday I literally have jury duty. Oh, uh, it's exciting. So it's just really, it's, it's really funny how that shit just lined up right uh-huh. now. Yeah. And it, to, it makes total sense. Uh, so that's, yeah, it's a really good way of... Uh, now... I don't know yeah. why, knowing that it's the 12th man and knowing that it's not about the Seattle Seahawks, I don't know why I didn't see that yeah. earlier. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that it's immediately obvious, but
0: my big gripe with this episode is that maybe in 1983 you could do this plot but, like, it takes Randy... When it, Randy looks up to see if they were on a jury, it takes him, like, three seconds to confirm that they were. There's no way that they all, all those people would be able to get killed and they wouldn't be able to... Someone wouldn't say, like, hey, all these people are on a jury. Like, there's no way that they wouldn't have had to figure that yeah. out. Like, because the fact is, like, if you, you could say, like, hypothetically, like, um, maybe, like, the records are sealed or whatever. But if that was the case, then Randy wouldn't be able to quickly look it up. Um, it is really kind of like... I. I and I don't think it actually would have taken that much effort to be like, yeah, the records were sealed. We need to see. But the fact that it's immediately like, were they on a jury? Because whatever thing Randy's typing this information into, presumably if you just typed in all of their names to begin with, it would come up and say, flashing lights, this was a jury.
1: Right. Yeah, no, obviously. Um. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't help that it's like a relatively minor. Sure. Uh, like, it's a pretty like run-of-the-mill mm-hmm. case. It's nothing insane. Yeah. Uh, it was just like a, what was it? An accident? Uh, like work comp? Uh, yeah, or it was work. Or,
0: it was a uh, yes, something like that.
1: A Workplace accident yeah. or some shit. Uh, but yeah, they basically so they look into the case and uh, they see that it was involved a man named Ian a- Agnew. I don't know how to say last name. Yeah, Agnew. And basically, he um, yeah, like like we said, he uh, he was. He was involved in some sort of workplace accident while mm-hmm. he was doing construction at a person's house. The, uh, the Babcock's house. which we find, yes. Uh, Stewart and I forgot what her Doesn't name is. Doesn't matter. Uh, They're the
0: Babcock's. I
1: only wrote down Babcock in my notes. Oh, it's Stu,
0: and then I right. forgot the woman's
1: name. Uh, Lisa, I want to yeah. say. Uh, so, yeah, he, he takes a dive while he's doing some construction off a loose tile and ends up, like, getting a pipe stuck in his mm-hmm. head. So that's what this whole case was about. Yes. And they find they find out that, obviously, so we're on body count number 11, mm-hmm. so the 12th juror is still out yeah. there. So it's a race against yes. time to, to get... And the I'll say this person. now, the other big problem with this episode is
0: the, the odds that the the last one that they didn't kill was the one who was blackmailing them is right. really bad. Right, right. Like, that's just right. really bad. Right. I, genuinely bad writing because... It, in the same way that they could easily just say, like, something was sealed, they could come up with an explanation of why he was hard to find. Like, he was hiding, for instance. I don't know, right? Because he is, if he, like, if he figured out, if you, for example, saw on the news that two of his jury mates were killed, he might go into hiding. Right, like, I, right. It, it's, just, it's really easy. It's really, really easy to It's do. just, like, the odds that they, they just would happen to be the 12th one was when they didn't kill. So, like, it's it's actually it's frustrating because it's, like, it... it 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 honestly it's one of those writing things where it like feels like you're insulting the audience's intelligence that like they wouldn't think about that Um, but yeah I really wish they would have done something like that because it it really just it's because it's like especially when I was watching it this time I'm like are you like how dumb is it that it's just like oh my god we're so lucky the one that is alive is the one who was the target Um, anyway uh, so yeah no I agree yeah and also they just arrested juror number 12 um, and he tried to run away so they assume that he's the guy um, and they're about to. They the Kenny wants to call a press conference, but Monk says no. Let me
1: take a look at this guy in the sky and lineup. Which I don't understand why he needed to do that because he didn't even fucking see him. The guy was wearing a ski mask. But one Monk sees a lot of things, so like he Monk right. If anyone could
0: see like identify someone with that with a ski who had a ski mask on, it would be Monk. Um, honestly, kind of a lame scene. The lineup scene.
1: Yeah.
0: I think just because when yeah. you, you compare it to other famous lineup scenes, it's, like, not anything special. Um... It might say other famous line- lineup scenes. I am, of course, literally just referring to the usual suspects and that Brooklyn Nine-Nine cold open. Um... <laughs> there's really only, like, two that I'm thinking of, but, um... Well, can we talk about how Stoudmire breaks the law in this scene, though?
1: Oh, yeah. No, he completely... He basically gives Monk, like call out this guy he like holds out a number four meaning juror number four is the guy that we need yeah uh which you know it's
0: not great no it's really not great uh not great behavior by style Miner, especially because it turns out that this guy is not the bad guy well he is a bad guy He you know did some truly blackmailed someone over a dead body instead of calling the police but um monk can't do it he can't bring himself to do it um monk wants to talk to the handyman so they go talk to Ian, and this scene is, is much like the pipe, has stuck in my head for years and years and years and years and years and years, and years which is why I want you to talk about it. Because what what was your impression of this scene, um, with the guy, of course, from Mike and Molly?
1: Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. But okay, did we talk about how did we actually say that Monk eliminated the number four? Oh, right. He, because yes. Because his
0: fingernails. Sorry, his fingernails are too long. Right. And he's like. Uh, yeah, you know he bites his fingernails, uh, and like I bite my fingernails sometimes. So, like I don't know why that makes you a serial killer, but whatever.
1: Yeah, but not only that. But so like when when Disher talks about how they arrested the guy, mm-hmm. uh, they f- they mention how they found a finger in his freezer.
0: Oh right, sorry. I'm you know what I'm uh, being a bad host. Uh, you know Andre, this is why you should do some more of the recaps. Uh, you know, so I don't. So when I'm editing, I don't look at the wavelengths, and it's like wow, seventy five percent of that's me. <laughs>
1: I, okay so I'm gonna like take you guys like uh telling you how we make the sausage but basically while Jake is talking most of the time mm-hmm. I'm usually like drinking mm-hmm. uh, alcohol mm-hmm. I mean like not a lot but
0: no you know, no one hey, I, I no one time. was worried about how much alcohol you were drinking until you said not a lot
1: I know. I just like I. That's why like I don't necessarily no, like I know. doing I'm, the recast. I and plus, I've only seen the episode. Once. I know. I know. Okay. I know. I know. Okay. I'm
0: busting your balls. Okay. So okay. So this scene with Ian the handyman though is definitely uh, there's a lot going on. So basically, he's really fucked up. Is the, the is the long and short of it. Um. Yeah, but I do. What What, what, what are some of his ticks? Because you were you were doing some of them early on.
1: Um. Yeah. So. He just, like, he keeps, like, uh, reintroducing himself and saying, like, how he doesn't get a lot of visitors. And he keeps answering the phone and, like, being, like, wrong number. And he, for whatever reason, keeps shouting out, Bad dog! Like, yeah. every, like, three or four sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you see it. Like, the pipe's coming out of his head. It's very yeah. much there. Um, which, you know, is really sad. It's unfortunate. Really s- it actually um, kind of made me feel bad. Yes.
0: That's the thing. I'm watching it this time, the reason I wanted to go first is watching this this time, I found it a lot less funny than I did when I was a kid. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is just this is
1: terrible. This man's life is hell. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt really bad. And I was actually, I was doing, um, I was doing the math in my head. Um, I didn't get very far. But they mentioned the details of the case previously. Mm-hmm. And he won like 700K. Mm-hmm. Um, so assuming that he lives in San Francisco, that probably buys him like, what? five years of rent? I don't think he lives in San Francisco. I would point? bet he doesn't
0: live in San Francisco because the house was in Marin County. So, um, I don't think he probably was this year.
1: But that doesn't mean that he lives there. Sure, but I imagine the a construction
0: job, worker in Marin County is probably not living in San Francisco proper. Um, just based on real estate. Okay, fair. Now, uh, one thing I noticed is that his house is way too nice. There's no way he's keeping a neat house. He's, no disrespect. But, right. Um, also, it, it Judging by how, so, how uh, much writers like to show off, and I say this as someone who absolutely would do this, the fact that I, I have to respect the restraint of the monk writers that this guy's first name was not Phineas and or his last name was not Gage. I really do appreciate that because the temptation would have been there. I definitely would have named him like Ian Gage. Um, so, are you familiar with the story of Phineas Gage, uh, Andre?
1: No, not the fucking Guy
0: in 1840s, I think, working on... Not, maybe the Transcontinental kind of Railroad or just a big railroad in general. Something blew up, railroad thing went through his eye into his head and was basically in his head for like 15 years he lived. Um, like a railroad spike? Correct. Uh, oh, and it's notable because he lived and was perfectly fine. However, uh, he had. It's a, a lot of what we know about how the brain affects personality is because of, of observations about him because apparently he was like a completely different person temperament wise um, in almost every way. Uh, after that, um, so shouts for my son.
1: But the question is, was he was he better or worse? worse. He apparently was
0: incredibly irritable and ho- hard to be around. Um, so before, no, after he was worse. After, oh, okay, fine. As you might imagine, yeah. Um, so yeah, this guy, he's going through it. Um, and, and, ironically enough, the scene is not actually important. Um, like I, I don't think that you actually even yeah. get anything out of the scene. Um. You basically just eliminate him as a suspect because he's incapable of, you know, leading a normal life, much less killing eleven people. So they end up going to the Babcock house, and the moment that you see this guy in it floating in his pool and with his, you know, younger wife, you know, Demo, like these motherfuckers did it. I don't know about you, but like that's just immediate.
1: No, you know what? Um, actually, because it was like relatively fresh after finding out that all the. Victims were in Marin County, or Marin. Marin County, and and like all that shit. Um, I actually, for whatever reason, thought that Kenny was involved. Over. I thought because like they mentioned the fact that right. they vote in that county, and he was running for like whatever the fuck. He's running for mayor of San, San Francisco. Francisco, so that wouldn't. Yeah, but for whatever reason, like, they just like lined up in I my would head love that Kenny way. was involved. So,
0: but that would be a bit too like on no,
1: I thought so. Yeah. I thought so too. I thought like he might have paid someone to try to kill or to kill Henry Smalls yeah. while he was in the car, so that would be his alibi. Like he couldn't have done yeah. it. Like, you now know, I have a very important question
0: that I think is more important than anything else in this episode. Tell me that the guy who plays Stu Babcock doesn't look like an off brand Tony Danza.
1: Um well he looks like a mix of Tony Danza and oh man. I mean I, I have an answer for you. That I because
0: I was in between Tony Danza. In my opinion, he looks like a mix of Tony Danza and
1: modern-day Tom Berenger. Okay, that's better. I was actually going, yeah, Tom Berenger. I totally see. I was actually going with um that guy from fucking uh from Uncut Gems, the Armenian dude. Oh, um, Eric Bogosian. Yeah, Eric Bogosian. I don't know why, like a silver fox
0: version of Eric Bogosian. Sha- so, I mean, this. I'll be honest with you. The fact of the matter is. If anyone would listen to it, I wouldn't do a podcast about Marvel movies. I wouldn't do a podcast about Monk. I would just do a podcast about me just thinking and talking about character actors, but I, so I appreciated that sequence. But anyway, he looks he looks like, honestly, he just looks like a bloated guy who was on TV in the 70s. Honestly, is really what he looks like. But anyway, he's flirting the poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know he did it, because he says a phrase that only people who committed heinous crimes in shows say. When he, he is asked about the jury... He says, "What does he call this lawsuit at uh, his house?" Do you remember the phrase he uses? Because it's the phrase that's used all the time in crime shows.
1: Um, no. He says, "No."
0: Oh, that—that's ancient history.
1: Oh right, yeah, he does say that. But I've been wrong. Um, like, whenever anyone like yeah. killed someone, it's
0: like, it's like, hey, what? Uh, like, there ever a cold case? It's like, you—the guy who did it—is always the one who says, Puh, "Her murder—that's ancient history."
1: Yeah, okay, was it at the beginning of this whole thing or was it, like, during this whole scene where uh, the new wife mentions about how she didn't meet him until yeah. after? Yeah, well, because
0: they asked her and she said that they didn't meet until after the lawsuit, um, which is a pretty... which is what we in uh biz call an unforced error on her part um, because she didn't yeah. need to offer that lie. Uh, but, um, yeah, so the guy basically is like, you know, the stew is... Acting none the wiser, yada, yada, yada. And
1: Monk. Sk- and yo. Monk is cleaning up. He, Monk is like picking up, like, a, you know, a leaf out of the pool yeah. while he's lounging around mm-hmm. in there. And he wants to throw it away. Mm-hmm. So he asks where he can throw it away. And she tells him, oh, in the kitchen, whatever, to your right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does. Yeah. And it's that's important to note comes that across. Monk
0: was doing a good service. Yeah. Skiving a pool is very important. Um, a thing that I love about Florida as opposed to other warmer weather climates is that in Florida, 99% of people's pools are under uh cover which is great because there's nothing worse than leaves and dirt and grass and shit in your pool so but i i fully understand what monk's doing monk was doing stew a favor when he said you'll thank me later i would thank him later yeah. continue
1: yeah um so yeah so it leads him to the kitchen and he throws away the leaf and that's when that's when he sees the picture right he sees a picture of of Stewart and his new wife mm-hmm um taken at a restaurant that monk is familiar with mm-hmm. and they're like i guess someone's smoking a cigarette in the smoking i wasn't cigarette. sure who it was she's smoking a cigarette and apparently that place hasn't you haven't been able to smoke a cigarette there in six years so clearly he had met her previous yeah. to um when he said I, he did I, or I, when she said he did
0: not the internet not how good television's gotten not all the opportunities i have in like this manner age I'm glad to be born when I was born because only I only have like two or three memories of ever being in a restaurant that actually had a smoking section. Thank God we got rid of that. I'm just, I feel, I'm gl- very glad that people can't smoke indoors anymore. Because uh, God, that... Yeah, that's horrible. It's, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, Monk is like, these people are full of shit. Uh, clearly, they're lying. Um, and also, they just offhandedly mentioned that Babcock's old wife ran away. Y- you, your ears had to perk up there. You know she's dead.
1: Yeah, I, no, I know. I didn't even think about that until like later on. I was like, oh, What? When the fuck did they talk about?" I was actually going to ask mm. you when the hell did they say they she mentioned it
0: uh, earlier? Um, well, I think when they, when Stammer was going over the case uh, initially with them. Um,
1: but anyway, yeah. But yeah. like, yeah. I thought it would have made it would have been a bigger deal if like she fucking vanished, you know? Yeah. Like I, I, for, so I think because of how nonchalant they were about it, yeah. like it made me the hey, same I way. I mean, that's—I'll be honest with you—I think that
0: that's the bias of having uh, male police detectives because they said like, and you know, his first wife she ran off, like that's like off crazy women running off, like that's kind of the way they said it. So I guess, um, yeah, mm, yep. Jake Christie bias police. Uh, so we cut back to the station and Kenny is. He's like, we're calling a press conference now. We need to calm the people. And Stahlmeyer is not so sure, you know, because Monk hasn't made his determination yet, right? So I, I, I love, I do like that right. Stalmeyer sticks up for Monk. It, it, it's really nice.
1: For sure. But also, like, Monk gives a good reason. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, this dude was chewing on his nails, like, because previously, like, yeah. you know how he eliminated that guy because his nails were too long? Mm-hmm. Uh, he noticed that Stuart Babcock was mm-hmm. chewing on his nails in the pool. And, and so his he's wife like, I offered I a lie for no reason like that's another thing too it's like yeah. right exactly so he needs one hour mm-hmm. to basically prove his case according to him mm-hmm. um so luckily yeah so like Kenny's like a, a clown ass loser and sharona kind of is too for like um for a second yeah uh but then after that she tells like she goes up to him and she's like hey like i'm i'm just telling you like this is a bad idea mm-hmm. you shouldn't do it don't announce mm-hmm. that like you think, because at this point they think it's Cassidy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. So they he's about Kenny's about to mm-hmm. go on stage or like you know to the press conference and announce mm-hmm. that they have a suspect or whatever. So and Toronto's doing yeah. her best to like, and to, you know,
0: she calls it, uh, or is it is it her or is it Steinmeier who calls it the kind of mistake people won't forget? I think that's her, right? She, it's yeah. her, yeah, and yeah, because uh, yeah. she's and he's basically like you know, I. Tr- Cause she's like Didn't you say you trust me And she's, he's like Yeah I trust you To pick out a tie N- Not with the big stuff Which like Of course he was like that Like right. any other right. guy You would expect yeah. Better behavior from But it's like Once Sharona's dating him It's like okay Where's the dickhead Where, where is he uh,
1: Yeah We're waiting for it
0: Um so Yeah So then they end up They come And they confront The Babcocks Um They're of course Leaving Oh they're just going On a weekend trip But of course Mrs. Babcock Is holding the passports Um And uh this is when Monk, uh, tells us what happened. So, do you mind telling me, telling us what happened? Um, how... Because there's a lot of stuff we omitted. because uh, there's a lot of stuff you don't actually learn until this moment. So, what happened?
1: Right, okay. Well, basically, I'll just say this. We know that it was Stuart Babcock. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Was she involved? I, I, Probably I wasn't in some capacity, that.
0: it's unclear. Um,
1: yeah. But anyways, he fucking killed all the jurors on this case. Um... Because uh, I guess when he was going through, when they were going through the process of uh, of you know the crime scene investigation, which do they do that? I like, think so. I think a, with a, a th- case th-
0: like this, I, that sounds about right. I think that that because I know they do they do take juries to the crime scenes in for criminal cases sometimes. So I imagine that they might take uh, a jury to um, to uh, an accident scene. But I just want to say I just think about it, it's thinking of juries going to crime scenes. One of my favorite scenes in any tv show ever for a short-lived nbc show called trial and error that no one watched um which is unbelievable it's one of the funniest shows ever made uh john lithgow basically in the first season is accused of murdering his wife and he's like a poetry like professor in like south carolina and so everyone in town hates him and the jury's coming over to like look at the crime scene at the house and his lawyer's trying to convince him to like look like an all-american man and he's like ah, i think i have some old football jersey uh, upstairs and uh Right before the jury gets there, he comes out. It's like, how is this? And he's wearing a Bills number twenty-nine Simpson jersey.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I yeah, I've never, I've never. You honestly, even heard anyone who's
0: I seriously watched it. It's I swear to God, it is one of the best shows I've ever seen. And the fact that no one watched it is kind of crazy. Anyway, uh, but anyway, you were saying yes, they
1: were visiting the house and. And, uh, well, they mentioned in passing previously that juror number 12, Cassidy, whatever his name is, was, like, a degenerate mm-hmm. gambler. So in the midst of everyone going over the crime scene, he, like, tries to find, you know, some shit he could hawk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess he comes across uh, the original uh, Mrs. Babcock. S- Mrs. Babcock in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And, like, a sick bastard, he takes, like, one of her fingers off yeah. as proof and yeah. takes a photo. The photo... I can with, excuse the finger. That's yes, horrible. yes, yeah. That guy needs to go to jail, anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he basically did that, and so somebody was blackmailing mm-hmm. Stuart Babcock. He wasn't sure which one, it, who, mm-hmm. which of the jurors it was, mm-hmm. so he had to kill mm-hmm. them all. And like you said earlier, which is like a big problem with the episode. It just so happened, the last person that's alive is the person who actually did it. Also, it, I also imagine it would be pretty easy
0: to determine that one of the twelve jurors was a degenerate gambler. Probably start with him first. Um, yeah, and, like, <laughs> don't they, like, not allow people like that? Like uh, I'm not sure, because gambling is not illegal everywhere. So it's, uh, you know, I, 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 I think that... Uh, also, it's pretty hard, you know, to get people to be in it. It's not... I don't know. Okay, how about this? Any trial lawyers listening to this show, first of all, thank you. Second of all, why? Third of all, let us know <laughs> what types of people, like are unilaterally not allowed to serve on juries that are not necessarily criminals or whatever like if there's any type of person that's like if you see them in the jury box you're like that person is not allowed to be on my jury um let us know anyway uh continue
1: um no i I think you basically got it yeah they had to kill all right sorry
0: yeah yeah he had to kill all of them but bad news mr monk how are you gonna prove all that
1: Oh yeah, because like there's also like a clue where I guess uh, in Mr. Mr. Smalls yeah. that was his name, yeah, Henry Smalls. Uh, I guess he had like a a collar. Or, no, it was right? a sleeve. Was a col- no, not a collar. The sleeve, a sleeve. And he grabbed a off of a of a shirt. Yeah. I, I, th- and Monk which, like, recognizes it. Like Why a cheap it. piece of shit yeah.
0: shirt? Well, it's a silk shirt apparently. And also he's fighting for his life. I'm a lens, believe it. But Monk recognizes yeah. something about the shirt. And who comes driving up? Oh, it's Mrs. Lang. And Monk's it. Yeah. Monk says he's only seen
1: that Stitch one place Which I was like wow I can't believe this Particular detail mm-hmm. would come back Like in this way mm-hmm. But yeah so apparently Monk and Stuart uh, Babcock have the same Use the same dry cleaner And but even though This guy is a scumbag murdering mm-hmm. Piece of shit 12 people that's like Insane crap. Yeah, that's like that uh, is more apparent, than like famous serial killers have fewer. Like,
0: I'm gonna try to as you talk. I'm gonna try to find a world renowned serial killer that has less less bodies than this guy.
1: Keep going. Uh, yeah, no. So it, but regardless of the fact mm-hmm. that he's like a scumbag, uh, he's still a better customer to Mrs. Ling than Adrian Monk mm-hmm. is. I mean,
0: it's that's not a hard thing to do though, honestly. And also, I just looked it up. My guy killed two more people than the BTK killer. And he's out here. He's
1: still being a good customer. I, uh, anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't understand it. I but, mean, he is probably a good so customer, So, yeah, though. Mrs. Link confirms. Yeah. So, Mrs. Link confirms. And that's it. That's it. Yep. It's over. And
0: also, it's worth noting. I didn't want to bring this up as we were doing it because it's a constant in the background. This entire time, Sharona is cursing about uh, Kenny. Like... This uh, stupid yeah. son of a bitch. How, how are we doing? And it's like, maybe Sharona. The problem's you. I don't like the victim blame, but fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Date an asshole every single episode.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Well, said asshole ends up resigning. Yes. Well, first, because we see that um,
0: Mrs. Ling has changed the sign out front that says "open," except for Mr. Monk. Um. Which, uh, honestly, oh, he fair.
1: Ne- he needs a new dry cleaner. Honestly, fair. Yeah.
0: Like, I think that any- anyone who makes the conscious choice not to serve Mr. Monk really can't blame him. Um, and, yeah, so Sh- they basically they didn't feed the meter, so they're getting a ticket. And Shrona name-drops Kenny, and apparently he resigned. And this made me laugh so hard on the inside, imagining a world where a politician would resign over something that small. Not that he shouldn't have, but, uh, Wow just a real utopia where politicians resign when they make a mistake crazy stuff andre
1: i mean this is a pretty big mistake i'm sure kenny's or not, is his name kenny no cassidy whatever cassidy's name is um i'm sure his thing got fucked up as a result sure i mean I he guess, was a scumbag I, but sure like now, but i
0: also don't think that that's like i don't know i don't think that a actual resignable might, yeah i don't think so um
1: Okay, yeah, fair.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think of another. If there's a situation where, like someone was named as a killer, who wasn't, um, but I like to think it was how Reddit couldn't resign when they misidentified the Boston bomber. Um, wild morning right. on the East Coast, by the way. You didn't, you weren't awake for that, but oof. eating bowl of Cheerios following that saga, not great. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's Mr. Monk and the 12th Man. Now this episode is notable. This next episode is more notable for this, but this episode is the f- last episode of Monk that I did not watch live or right after via tape, uh, like via DVR. So um, I started the first episode of Monk I watched live as the next one, so uh, that's very exciting for me.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, anyway, what would you give this episode No, that's
1: a, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm giving, well, I was originally giving it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually going to bump it down to 7.5 because of all, like, the shit that we pointed out in yeah. this episode. Same. I mean, it, some of it was, like, pretty... Yeah, 7.5 for me. I
0: like the, a lot of the beats of the episode. I think that the part where they did, can't figure out it's a jury is is kind of on... It caps it at a 7.5. Like, there's no way I can go above that. Um, uh, right. But um, I think that, like, there's a lot of really good stuff in it. Like, if the first murder is a really great murder. Um, and, uh, you know... Because if you're doing a crime TV show, you got to keep upping the ante. You, people only can be shot or bludgeoned over the head so much, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that is that for this episode. Um, you can follow the show at Strictly Munkin. You can follow me at The Jake Christie. Where can people find you, Andre? You could find me at Andre Barrera. Yep, and uh, keep listening to this show and um, sh- keep sharing it with people, uh, you know, um, we really do appreciate everyone who listens. Uh, even you know, I think I do the show more for me and Andre than anyone else, just because uh, I've been having a lot of fun, and it's fun to watch them and to be able to talk about it, especially when it's a TV show that's you know 17 years old, uh, because you're not going to find that many other people to talk about it with. But um, you know, yep. Uh, share it with your friends, family, acquaintances, not enemies. We've been over this because then they'll leave a bad review. Um, but more important than all hm. of that, tune in next week. Well, not next week, because we do two a week. Jake, you're a fucking idiot. Okay, this time, this one actually is next week, because this is the Friday episode. Jake, you're a mess. Anyway, tune in on Tuesday as we talk about Mr. Monk and the
1: Paperboy. Read all about it. Let's get monkey. (laughs)